Hey friends, this is John Jay with another One Block Talk about the Holy Spirit. Uh, we talked in the last couple of talks. First, I shared a blessing with you, a blessing from a John O'Donohue. And then after that, we talked about the different uh, meanings for the word spirit in both uh, Hebrew and in Greek, uh, specifically for wind, spirit, and breath. Um, today I want to talk about this... This understanding of spirit as this force that translates what it is we don't know how to say to God into language that is intelligible. There's this passage in this letter that an early uh, Christian wrote to uh, this community in Rome. So it's the book of Romans in the New Testament. And uh, in this, the eighth chapter, it talks about how the spirit helps us in our weakness and translates or interprets our cries and our groans back to God. And it's a curious passage. It says a little bit earlier in the passage that even creation is groaning, awaiting uh, this kind of moment of redemption, that all things would be brought to their good, uh, whole conclusion. This groaning resonates with me. Uh, I've talked about in these last couple of talks how hard it is sometimes to understand the Spirit. Spirit of God at work in the world. And I I love that this passage in this letter to the church in Rome, it gets right at the core of this. It It acknowledges that there are these things that we feel. And we don't know how to take these heavy and complicated feelings to God. For lots of reasons. Sometimes it's because the feelings themselves lack precision, right? Like, what does it mean to desire God? Sometimes we we kind of have a sense of that, but but often that is a very strange concept. Um, What does it mean to feel yourself embraced and accepted by God? Like, right, that is both comforting and also disorienting. In the same way, uh, what is the language that we would use to speak to God? I mean, yes, right right now I'm speaking English, um, but that may not be your native tongue. And so there may be other languages that you've spoken first, your kind of primal language. And then even before that, there is this language, this vocalization that happens before we receive whatever our family's language is. And it's the same, I believe, vocalization that we hold on to even after words have failed us. In our office, we have a baby. Uh, One of our staff members, uh, family pastor, had a child just a few months ago, her and her husband, uh, and his name is Brody. And he's fantastic. He hangs out in the office a lot during the week, and he doesn't talk yet, right? He's only a few months old, but he has all of these noises, and every day he's got more of them. And I don't know, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know if that's like, if that's a Brody saying I'm hungry, or if that's Brody saying this chair is super uncomfortable, or if that's Brody saying I'm about to spit up for the like hundredth time today. I don't know. However, Brody's mom and dad do know. They understand. And each day they are with him, they understand more and more this wordless voice. These sounds, these groanings, these sighs, these cries, these calls, these laughs. There's something about that image of this child speaking in a language beyond words. And that somehow between this child and his parents, there exists this interpretive generosity. 
that moves the child's intentions into the heart of the parent such that the child is known. That is a beautiful image for what it is we are doing when we try to speak who we are and what we are going through to the heart of creation, which we call God. That God hears us and understands us even when we don't have language for it. And this this letter to the church in Rome, it says that 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 interpretive space between what you want to say and what you don't know how to say, that the Spirit interprets for us so that we can be known even when we don't know what to say. Every time I come up against my inability to articulate what and who the Spirit is, I find myself being interpreted and understood by the Spirit. And maybe that's part of the point. Is so much of the time we try to wrap our minds and our arms and our hands around the divine. But there are times when we need to just relax and feel ourselves held and known and understood. So friends, this is a generous understanding of what the Spirit is doing for you and for me in our lives. Which is taking what we want to say and be true and what we want to be known as right to the heart of God. So grace and peace as you go. A deep breath in and a deep breath out of God's spirit, whether you know it or not. Talk to you soon, friends. Bye.